This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Me and Paranormal You with your host, Ryan Singer. It's more fun to believe. Third, third year, year bonus. And welcome to the program, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another third year bonus of Me and Paranormal You. This is your buddy, Ryan Singer. I'm happy to be bringing another episode to you here tonight, today, this morning, whatever it happens to be for you. And I want to take this time to remind you that the waiting list is now open for Crystallize app. I'm so excited about this. We are chugging along. You can sign up on the waiting list. And the higher up the list you move, uh, there are ways to move up the list by sharing. If you share on social media or share your referral link with other people, you move up the list. Uh, by doing so. And the more you share, the higher up the list you go. And if you get to the top of the list, you get the app free for life. And then, you know, right below that, I think is two years free and then one year free. And then it goes down from there, plus other giveaways and, you know, merchandise, uh, crystallized t-shirts that are going to be organic cotton. We have recycled water bottle hoodies that we're going to be having uh, for everyone. And also hemp, hemp, shirts or, uh, yeah, hemp shirts, I believe, and maybe even hoodies as well. And all environmentally friendly stuff is, is what we're going for. So I'm very excited. So, um, you know, crystallize.app, uh, you can go to the website, um, or backslash early access if you want to go there. And, uh, you know, the links, just click on any of the download links, uh, for like the Apple store or the Google play store, and it'll take you to the waiting list. And boom, you can check your spot. I'm very excited. So do me a favor, go on and sign up. And just simply by signing up, you get one month free. And even if you don't pay for the app, by the way, you still can use the app. You just don't get all of the premium features. So it's going to be a free app if you don't want to pay for it on a monthly subscription basis. So yeah, you can still use the app for free, baby. Okay, let's get to what I want to talk about uh, here tonight. And this this topic has been coming up a lot for me lately in the discussions and the interviews I've been having. Um, and the person's name came up in my latest interview with uh, Jennifer Sodini. I'm talking about Dr. Stephen Greer. And I just started watching Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, the new documentary. It's on Amazon Prime. And I do want to talk about Dr. Stephen Greer and CE5. And when Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, consciously bringing in and establishing contact with ETs. Um, and where do I, where do I fall on all of this stuff? I guess, right. I'm all about thoughtful. I'm all about thoughtful experiencing, setting an intention going into before, uh, you know, beforehand, before you actually do something, whether it's paranormal investigations or, or, you know, trying to call in ETs and establish contact. Having said that, you've heard me, if you listen to this program, You've heard me say time and time again that I, I would like to believe that alien, uh, you know, beings that can travel through space and time, um, I'd like to believe that correlates to a evolution of consciousness and morality in a way that they be more advanced than human beings in the way they socially interact, in the way they deal with each other and conflict and conflict resolution. And I, I still believe that. Totally on board with that. The interesting thing about this documentary, and I don't, no spoilers, right? But it seems to be 
a shot at the bow of To the Stars Academy. That's all I'm really going to say. But I do believe that through the, the media and through movies and through television and radio programs, War of the Worlds is the, the ultimate example. Um, what we have here is, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go conspiracy theorist on you and say it's been a, a decades-long, carefully thought-out fear campaign. But what I will say when most people talk about aliens who don't think about them every day, you know what I'm saying? And they're not in ufology or the ufology world. They say, well, humans couldn't, you know, they don't tell us because we couldn't handle it. I mean, I'm just, I'm so tired of that. I'm so tired of that being accepted as fact. This is all conjecture. It's speculation. We couldn't handle it. No, human beings, look how they handle other things. Well, okay, now you're correlating things that, um, that wouldn't hold up under, you know, quote-unquote, logical scrutiny, right? I, I don't think we fully understand how much that has penetrated it the way we think. In general, I'm talking about as a people. I just don't believe... We fully understand the full repercussions of these narratives that have been presented to us over and over and over again. And I'm not saying that many of them weren't made solely for the purpose of entertainment or trying to tell a good story. They serve as metaphors for other things, right? And in human and human interactions. Um there's just there's just so much influence i believe whenever i believe people are parroting things they they've heard because they don't spend a lot of time thinking about this and maybe they do now in the last couple of years since 2017 when you know mainstream disclosure started happening i'm going to call it mainstream disclosure because disclosure has been happening for a long long time we're going to call it mainstream disclosure and the thing that gets my goat is that people don't think something is real unless it's in the mainstream media. Well, that's kind of turned on its head lately, hasn't it? With the advent of fake news being thrown around and all that stuff. But there are so many people who don't believe something is real unless it's mainstream reported. The mainstream media does not create our reality. It does not build our world. Yet so often, so many of us believe that it does. The mainstream media is the architect of the world, is God in some way, right? When it comes to what are you willing to to accept as truth in your existence. We have shouldered the news and reporters, right? We've shouldered them with doing the work for us. We've burdened them with becoming world makers, reality builders. And I think the inherent flaw in us doing that has led to the crumbling of its credibility that we see now. It's not their job. It's not their job to build our reality. It's their job to report on the news, which has become opinion, but it's their job to report on events and facts and things. And just because they're not reporting on it doesn't mean it's not real. They did not report that I ate cornbread stuffing for dinner tonight. They did not report that. Did I eat cornbread stuffing for dinner? Yes, I did. Is it true? Yes, it's true. Do you believe it? I don't know. Maybe if 
Um, why, why can't I remember that guy's name? The guy from CNN. It's part of the Vanderbilt family. Um, okay. Wow. It shows you how much I watch CNN. I can't remember this guy's name. What's the other guy from the other one? Bowtie guy. Carson Tucker. I remember that guy's name. And then what's his name? The guy who was on Channel One back when I was in high school. Anyway, just because they're not reporting the fact that I ate cornbread stuffing doesn't mean I didn't eat cornbread stuffing because I did. I'll tell you, and it was delicious. It was on discount. $2 for a big old thing of it because it was on discount. Probably going bad. That's why I got to eat all of it. That's why I got to eat all of it right now. Before it goes bad, I don't want to get sick. So, <clears throat> it's interesting because I want you to watch this documentary if, if you have time or if you have interest, and I don't want to spoil anything for you. So, I'm not going to do that because it's real, it came out this year. So, I don't want to be that guy who ruins the documentary. I don't want to be the guy who ruins the documentary for you. So, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to, I just thought this was interesting. That all these, I'm having all these conversations. Uh, Jennifer and I were talking about Stephen Greer, and um, I don't know. I'm on Team Greer. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm on Team Greer when it comes to the idea of, of of what these beings are about and what ETs potentially mean to us and their interaction with us here on this world. And the one thing I will say is there's a discussion about taking one piece of evidence and then giving two disparate narratives, opposite narratives, using the same facts, right? And how you can build two completely different night and day ideas about what that one fact means. And I think this is the duality, right? And we've been so obsessed with duality in our society and uh, the great conjunction is happening the age of Aquarius is upon us air, thought more thoughtfulness, right moving away from this material I'm, I'm thinking that this is going to lead into more disclosure probably is this woo enough for you using astrology and um, the like to talk about disclosure policy. Just because the mainstream media doesn't report on something doesn't mean it's not real. We know that because we've we've known UFOs have been real for decades, for as long as we had that first idea to just investigate a little bit. As soon as that happened whether it was the internet or whether it was microfiche at the library, you immediately had your suspicions confirmed that UFOs are a reality, that crafts coming from outer space, from unknown origins, are real. And I've talked about how it just hasn't been a big deal, it feels like, right? And whether it's all the other events of 2020, which have been astounding events, have been large impact events. Uh, probably have a lot to do with that, but I don't know. I just feel like we're also in the, in the world nowadays. We, we kind of live in that world where everything's the biggest fucking deal in the world in the moment because the moment of now has so much energy. And I believe the moment of now's energy level, its intensity level, has increased I do believe it's increased, and we haven't talked about this. Um, I, I, I think we, I know for a fact we've talked about how I think now is definitely more energetic and definitely injected with much more intensity than the past and even the future. But I think it is increasing. For what reason? I don't know. I, I, I don't know these. These are just me postulating speculations. So, but nonetheless, I am on the side of believing that if aliens wanted to enslave us or take over the entire planet, et cetera, et cetera, considering how long UFOs have been reported, not to mention spoken of 
throughout the history of time, beings from other places. Um, this would have happened already. Which side are you on, fear or love? That's, that's a conversation we have here. Fear, build a wall. Love, embrace those in need. Fear or love, what's it going to be? How do we choose to live our lives? Because make no mistake, it's a choice, and I choose fear sometimes. You bet your sweet tush I, I choose fear sometimes. I try my darndest to choose love. I'm not always successful, but the more I try, hopefully the better I get. Fear or love? Will you let your curiosity be extinguished by your fear of the unknown? Oh, God, this resonated with myself too fucking hard. I just called myself out just now regarding going out in the field and looking for Sasquatch. Oh, my God. Oh, God, why did I say it that way? God, it didn't even think. I just, it just made myself feel like a coward. <laughs> I just called myself a coward. I just called, I put myself on front street. I just put myself on front street. I'm not real happy about it. I got to go back to Florida real soon. Oh, gosh. It all becomes so clear once I call myself out on inadvertently. Fear or love? Power. Where does real power come from? Real power comes from vulnerability, comes from love. It does not come from control. And trust me, I'm just like everybody else. I'd love to have control over everything in my life. You know what I mean? I'd love to control my finances, you know, my, my health, you know, my thoughts. I'd love to. But it's like, that's just not the way this works. That's just not the way it goes. Submitting to the state of vulnerability is a true act of strength. And that's where love, that's where love resides. Inside the vulnerable. So should we have a space force? I mean, I don't know. We should have they're called guardians. I don't think we need to call it a space force. How about we have a, like a space, uh, what is it, attaché? Or is that a purse? Uh, what's that thing called um, uh, who welcomes you to a hotel? Concierge? Maybe we should have a space concierge. Maybe that's what it should be. Instead of space force, guardians. And guardians, by the way, I mean, do we, are we going to talk about the book of Enoch? Are we going to get into the book? Of, am I going to grab the book of Enoch off my bookshelf and reference it like I've read the whole thing from front to back? No, I'm not going to. The watchers on the wall. Sounds like guardians. Do you think that was like a hat tip? Do you think that was a little tip of the cap that's happening there? Now we are starting to get into some conspiracy stuff, aren't we? I don't believe that aliens are here to enslave the planet. That's my opinion. I've been wrong about lots of things. Thousands of people will tell you that I'm wrong about my opinion on chocolate. Overrated. Big chocolate. Brainwashed everybody. Overrated. Throw peanut butter in, on the other hand. That's the only time you have acceptable chocolate situations. Or chocolate milk. I can handle chocolate milk for some reason. Maybe it's the milk part. Nonetheless. So yeah, my opinion could be wrong to you. And that's fine. If you have a differing opinion, that, that makes for interesting conversation. Uh, it doesn't mean, doesn't mean we have to have bloody knuckles. Because we have differing points of view on this particular issue. So I'm all for people trying to 
embrace this point of view, right? Is it reckless? Is it irresponsible to encourage people to initiate contact with ETs, not knowing for sure you know, from my POV due to a lack of first-hand knowledge whether they're good or not, malevolent or benevolent. No, I think it's up to the person, the individual, to decide how they want to live their lives. I believe in freedom. <laughs> I believe in freedom. However, I'm on the side of we think that it's a great panic. We think that it's a, a national emergency. And we think that it's chaos in the streets because that's all we've seen. That's all we've been told it would be. I don't. This, you know what it reminds me of? I'm going to tell you here in a second. It reminds me of stories of people who have paranormal experiences, encounters that they were not expecting. And something that intellectually they believe they would be fearful of or would shock them into trembles or would just scare the life out of them. When these moments happen, oftentimes, not always, oftentimes, the person has an indescribable peace about them, an acceptance of the situation that is unknown, yet is not scary. Almost like a moment of grace, a moment of tranquility or peace, something eases them simultaneously as they experience the unknown. There's no room for fear or fright when driven by love, I suppose. Excuse me. I got some bubbles over here. Imagine, if you will, a gray cover of communion, terrifying eyes, such a symbol of, of fright. Imagine that being descending through your ceiling as, as you lay in bed at night, as if gravity has no say in the way it operates. And while you're lying there, you are not afraid. You are at peace. You are calmly excited, yet comfortable with the unknown. Because maybe, just maybe, there's a familiarity there. If everything in the universe is indeed connected, we are connected to them, the others, whoever they may be or might be, Oma, the Greys, whoever. I was going to say whatever, but I think whoever covers it. Whatever seems to denote a lack of soul or consciousness to some degree. It just it just doesn't seem as nice. You know, it just doesn't how about you be nice to the cryptids? Will you be nice to the cryptids out there? Be nice to them. Give them a soul, you know? Give them a soul. Give them something to be. Okay, we'll do that. Thank you. I'm trying to transition actively into that frame of mind where when I'm having these experiences, uh, whether they might be frightful or not, at least in my past way of thinking, I am embracing them, uh, handling them with grace and with, I don't know, gratitude, I suppose. 
uh, considering the paranormal experiences I've had previously, uh, I'm grateful for those things. And I have gratitude for them now. And every once in a while, I would have gratitude in the moment. But being able to have gratitude in the moment, I think, is paramount for me moving forward and trying to be in the moment of now, I think will contribute to that in a positive manner. So, having said all of this, I don't believe in the narrative of panic and fear and subjugation and enslavement and of desolation. I don't believe in that narrative when it comes to ETs. I believe that would have happened already if, in fact, it was on the agenda. Every person, every, every being needs to make their own choices. And I fully applaud and support your choices. Now, my choice is to believe this. And that's not to say that I won't be shook out of this belief quite violently at some point when presented with an alternative, alternative truth. I believe in the possibilities of anything. I'm just saying that at this time, this is what I feel, and this is, this is how I feel, and this is what I believe. So I will be interested to see what disclosure looks like moving forward. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If disclosure seems to have a dark tint to it, a fearful edge, Moving forward, let's keep in mind the sources of disclosure. Where is this information coming from? And I do still believe that true disclosure is them disclosing everything they don't know. Power to the people is a fundamental message of the documentary. And there are, there's some interesting moments. Now, I'm not trying to sit over here and be a Dr. Stephen Greer fanboy or a cheerleader. Although I will say that the fundamental, you know, summation of beliefs align more with mine than, say, other viewpoints about national security threats and protect our airspace. That kind of vibe. So, does that mean that there's not bad aliens out there? We've kind of talked about that. And it is scary to think about when you hear stories of the reptilians, and especially with Jennifer's story in the last interview, um, with our intention and our thoughts creating or bringing in different energies, different ETs potentially, and what that means. That's not enjoyable to think about, right? But as a guy who probably has a lizard in his brain, you know I love lizards. So, <laughs> as a guy who loves lizards, you know, what am I supposed to do? I'm between a rock and a lizard place. I'm between a rock and a lizard's place. You know what I mean? And that lizard's place is on top of the rock, 
basking in the warmth of the sun. And boy, oh boy, it was 51 degrees when I went to the grocery store today. I had to buy some cornbread stuffing, as we discussed earlier. And boy, it was cold. I had a winter hat on. 51 degrees. I had a winter hat, toboggan, whatever we call it. I, I still don't know what the word is for. It's just a winter hat, I guess. How do I not know what that's called? I had a hoodie. I had a jacket. I had, like, these lined bike pants things that are quite warm. I was cold, man. Skin and bones over here. Skin and bones. Thankfully, the the COVID relief package has been passed. I hope you're hanging in there. I hope you're doing okay. Um, you know, it's been... I got out of credit card debt during this whole thing, and boom, right back into it. Uh, not nearly what I was previous, but, you know, when, you, when you're not working, it's, it's hard not to use a credit card to pay the thing... To, to buy things you need to survive. Bills, baby. What does the new society look like? Well, I don't know. I, I you know, hopefully it doesn't, hopefully it revolves around Bitcoin. Um, I own zero Bitcoin, by the way, so I'm not so sure that's a great idea either. But just because I don't have an advantage in something doesn't mean I shouldn't root for it if I do think it's probably better. Um, wealth will shift from the old to the young. Uh, you know, millennials are ensuring that as we speak. Uh, good job, millennials. Um, more power to you and more wealth to you. Uh, and Gen Y, is that what they're called after millennials? Gen Y and the millennials are not going to accept the old standards of wealth in society. I believe that to be true. Um, our, our viewpoint about what money is and what value is will shift, I believe, in the age of Aquarius. Um, you know, I am really hoping that people value baseball cards more than they value gold bars. So, you know, maybe I picked the wrong horse in this race. Nobody knows. Nobody knows yet. We'll know soon in the future as long as baseball is still around, which who knows if it will be. Um, maybe they'll be more collectible if baseball disappears. I really hope baseball doesn't disappear. It's it's one of the things I truly love um, and enjoy watching in this world, um, which I, I, lots of things. I enjoy watching lots and enjoy watching lots of things in this world. Baseball's at the top of the list. But this is uh, a big holiday week for, you know, Christians. Um, Christmas is here. Um, it's a big holiday week for Christians, but it's even bigger holiday week for capitalists. <laughs> Isn't that right? We love our, we love our, my therapist, oh, God bless him, right? Universe, lowercase g, God bless him. Universe, bless him. He called me a burgeoning capitalist the other day. We had this breakthrough in my session where he said, well, aren't you just a burgeoning capitalist? And it shook me. It shook me to my core when he said that. And I said, I told him, I said, so when people ask me, what's the greatest thing you've learned, you know, in your 16 months of therapy, I have to tell them, well, it took me a long time to realize this and I, it shocked me and Filled me with shame, but deep down I was just a a capitalist waiting to break out. Huh, what a dirty, dark secret that is. Obviously referencing the fact that I, you know, I am a part owner of a business. Outside of just myself and stand-up comedy, you know, with uh, Crystallize, the app. Which, by the way, Crystallize.app, go there, you can sign up on the waiting list. You know, we'd love to get thousands of people on this waiting list by the time we launch. We're going to be launching early next year, um, which is right around the corner. So we're trying to get thousands of people on this waiting list because we want to give this app away to as many people as we can. And I'll tell you what, you know, it's it's fun. It's fun to uh, to work on all this stuff, even though it takes up almost all of my time nowadays. Apologies. This is coming out late. Um, I'm not sure there's going to be a second episode this week. But it's just what it is. It is what it is. You know, it's the holiday season, and, uh, you know, I got all these other things I'm doing and that I'm working on. So, um, 
But I got some fun interviews lined up, that's for sure, coming your way soon. Um, the world keeps getting smaller and smaller, seemingly. It's, it's, it's pretty enjoyable in many ways. Um, I hope you're following along and enjoying the, the Greg and Mama Sue uh, story. I think we've had three episodes now, one with Greg and two with both of them. The story is, is fascinating, for sure. Uh, where does it end? I don't know. It's unfolding as we speak. So, you know, stay tuned for more about that. Just know that some of the aspects are, you know, dark. That's for sure. I'd like to examine just for a moment or two, if we may, the idea of what we think the future looks like with disclosure and what it means what it means moving forward, and everyone's like, it'll topple religious institutions and blah, 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 blah. You know, the world's economy will will, go, will crash and all these things. Is that true? I mean, we still have to, you know, it doesn't matter if aliens are walking amongst us out in the open. Guess what? You still need to eat, poop, and sleep. Sometimes I think we get, we, we, we get confused on how complicated things might be when, in fact, at the end of the day, all we have to do is eat, sleep, and poop. And that doesn't change. Even if you're living on Mars, you still have to eat, sleep, and poop. I mean, why aren't we talking about this? Is it because talking about poop and saying the word poop is so childish? I'm 44 years old. I say poop at least 15 times every single day, if not hour. It doesn't matter if you live on Mars or if you're over in Alpha Centauri. Or if you're in Los Angeles, California, or if you leave, leave, if you leave in the center of the earth, if you leave in the center of the earth, and you still got to eat, sleep, and pee. Yeah, you do. I apologize for really butchering that one. The accent on it. You got to eat, sleep, and poo, even if you leave in the center of the earth. Yeah, I guess you do. God, is that the. Music came on, but I'm gonna move. I'm just gonna move it back further because I'm not finished talking yet. Um, I think we're overcomplicating the future when we think about the integration of aliens in human society and them us coexisting in an intergalactic, being a partner in the intergalactic neighborhood. At the end of the day, we still need to eat, sleep, and poop, and buy baseball cards on top of those things, and buy crystals, and identify crystals with a snap, with crystallized app. But you see how simple it is, right? At the end of the day, ESP, eat, sleep, poop, okay? ESP also, so ESP squared Extrasensory perception, which we most, we will undoubtedly unlock in all of our brains through the help of our alien friends. So ESP squared, extrasensory perception, we'll be having extrasensory pooping. God, this is, doesn't this future seem bright? Doesn't this future seem just about right? So when you really boil down the essentials of human existence and what we need in our everyday lives, we always do the things that get us to where we need to be or what we need to accomplish, right? The things happen for a reason. We work so we can eat. We work so we can have a place to sleep. And when we eat, we poop. It's just that simple. So these things don't change moving forward in this unknown future of ours where we may be coexisting with aliens walking amongst us or floating amongst us here or other places in the very near future. I'm not saying that we have to all have to have jobs because that sounds like bullshit to me. Uh, quite frankly, that sounds like a bullshit to me over here. Um, but we have to eat. 
And we have to do the things that will allow us to eat and we have to sleep and we have to do the things that allow us to sleep and then we better have a place to poop. That's like number one on my thing, my list. Do I have a place to poop at all times if an emergency occurs? Just me? Just me? IBS? Is that what that is? I don't know. I've never been diagnosed with IBS, but I don't have irritable. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't have irritable bowel syndrome, but I do have a rational bowel sy- syndrome. <laughs> rational. I have a rational bowel syndrome. Am I making myself laugh? I hope that. It, I hope you found a, a nugget of enjoyment in, in me having. I suffer from irrational bowel syndrome. Oh my gosh, that's funny to me. <laughs> Those are the jokes I like. Uh, the ones that make me laugh too. So, uh, yeah. So I don't think that this future is is so wild and so different from 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 the reality we're experiencing now in many regards. It doesn't matter if one thousand UFOs descend and hover over the United States right now. It doesn't matter that that's occurring in regards to the things that we need to do to keep going about our lives. If there were a thousand UFOs hovering over the United States right now, we'd still get hungry. We'd still get sleepy. We'd still get poopy. (laughs) Okay, okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Fine. Fine. I hit the meter. I hit my, I hit my, my daily ration of saying poop. I snuck one in there. Uh, it doesn't matter. We still will have to do the basic human things physically that we need. We're still going to be... You think if aliens showed up, single people are, are going to stop trying to date or, you know, meet people? You think if aliens showed up, you're going to stop loving milkshakes? You think if aliens showed up, you're not going to, like... Still have to poop? <laughs> okay, God, I couldn't get away from it. Um, if aliens show up, we still have to do all the things, right? We still have to do all the things. I don't think this is a blink of an eye situation where aliens show up and then, boom, everything's different instantaneously on every level of existence. No, maybe our, our consciousness might expand. Our, our imaginations hopefully will grow wilder. Um, I do, I do, and our hearts will grow larger. I hope for that as well. But it doesn't change the basics of everyday human life. There's not going to be panic in the streets on a level of of 7 billion people losing their shit. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's what would happen. Okay? Because guess what? People still have babies. People are going to still get pregnant and have babies, even if UFOs are hovering over the United States. People still will be upset that they were born in southern Ohio and feel some geographical obligation to root for Cincinnati sports teams and just have their heart broken over and 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 over. So many times over. It's still going to be happening. LeBron James still plays basketball if a UFO lands right now for everyone to see it. I think he's playing basketball tonight right now. Well, I think today was the first, was the opening day or the opening night or whatever they call it in basketball. Basically what I'm saying here is UFOs have already been here. And guess what? We still got a Macy's card. You know what I'm saying? UFOs have been here for decades And people are still filling up gas at the gas station. UFOs have been here for decades. And there's still lines at the In-N-Out Burger in Los Angeles. People in Los Angeles and California in general, they don't know how to eat fast food, man. 
I'm one of these people now. I am a Southern California person. They just don't know how to eat fast food. They lose their mind over fast food, maybe because it's the abundance of population in these areas that's concentrated here. But I'd like to think it's something more fundamental. Something they just don't know. A raising canes just opened in Burbank and it's you'd think it's fucking you know what? There's your war of the worlds. People are talking about people will freak out. They lose their minds. If UFOs are here, if everybody knows about UFOs, people will lose their minds. There'll be chaos on the streets. Man-eating child. Wife-killing brother. What? No. But when a, a Raising Cane's fast food joint opens in Burbank, there's going to be chaos in the streets. Man-killing child. Wife-eating brother. That does happen. That is happening right now, actually. Two and a half miles from here. Because of raising canes opened. There's like helicopters flying around. Because there's so many people trying to get raising canes. Man. Arm wrestling mother to death. Family pet. Urinating on dead carcass of owner. Chaos in the streets because raising canes is opened. That's the real chaos. When a raisin canes opens in Los Angeles, not when UFOs and aliens make themselves known. I don't know. Maybe part of me the reason. Uh, part of me the reason. Part of me the reason. Put this out now. Put this out. Put out this now. Part of me reason now. Put out this. Maybe it's because I'm just trying to you know throw some static into the airwave here. Maybe throw a surfboard going against the wave of fear that's washing in from the ocean of, of the mass media and these other sources, and, you know, going against the tide, putting out some positive vibes and putting out some positive energies. We try to do that here on the program. It doesn't always... Sometimes I get sucked into the things that are happening around me and, I, you know, get a little angry, I'm sure. You know, I'm a, I'm a human being with a lizard in his brain, but I'm a human being... And I have to eat, sleep, and poop. And sometimes I get mad because there's nowhere to poop. I have irrational bowel syndrome. Wow, we tightened it up. We got it smooth. We got a nice delivery. I like that. We're going to leave it on that then. All of it is speculation. So why not speculate positively? Well, Ryan, I've just seen too much over my life to be able to speculate positively. Oh, have you? You've seen too many alien invasions happen in real life to be able to speculate positively about that event actually occurring? Well, yeah, Ryan, I, I have. Okay. Well, thanks for the chat. <laughs> thanks for the chat, Matt. So I just wanted to rhyme. If your name's Matt, I love you. Great name, Matthew. Matthias, all good names. Maddie, I know a good, I know a couple good Maddies. Solid, solid, solid people, Maddies. Always said that. Never met a Maddie I didn't like. So, there you have it. Speculate positively is my choice. If a million UFOs covered the skies right now, I hope I would be in gratitude in the moment uh, or handle it with grace. It would be awe-inspiring. And I hope fear would have no place where not warranted. But hey, that's just a guy over here saying that. Happy holidays to you. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. All good things. Happy New Year coming up. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're hanging in there. I hope the COVID relief package is going to offer you some relief. I know it's going to offer me some relief. Uh, so I'm looking forward to receiving uh, the stimulus check, even though smaller than I anticipated. But hey, we're going to adapt and we're going to make do and uh, the unemployment and all these other things. I hope you're doing okay. 
I hope you're able to find a reason to smile this holiday season uh, and to hope you can receive and send love to those close to you and those far away from you. I'm sending you my love right now. A warm embrace through the airwaves this holiday season. I love Christmas. I'm going to watch a Christmas movie. I might watch Christmas Chronicles 1 again, even though I just watched Christmas Chronicles 2 the other night. I just love the Christmas Chronicle movies. Kurt Russell's my favorite Santa. I just can't help it. Or maybe I'll watch Christmas Vacation. I don't know. I'm going to watch a Christmas movie. It's Christmas week, baby. Um, Crystallize.app. Please go to the website. Check it out. You can follow Crystallize app on Instagram or Twitter. There's a Facebook page. Uh, you can sign up for the waiting list. Just by signing up, you get one month free of premium access, and you'll get early access with the opportunity to be a beta tester. That means you get the app before anybody does. And if there's something that's like a problem with the app that you really don't like, guess what? You get to say, hey, this, I think, is a big problem. I don't like this with the app. And then guess what? We'll listen to you and then choose or not choose to change it depending on how we, you know, on what what we think. Um, So you can, you know, you can help create and shape the app. Uh, You know, we're not going to be paying you. Uh, It's not like you're working for us now. But no, you get the free, you get free access. If you're a beta tester, you get a lot more than just a free month. That's for darn tootin' sure. So crystallize.app backslash early access or just go to crystallize.app and click on any of the download links and that'll get you to the page. That'll get you to the sign up and boom, just put your email address in. Boom. And guess what? We're never going to sell your information. We're never going to sell your private information to anybody ever at all. So don't have to worry about that. Uh, we're not going to be giving. Uh, the only thing you're going to be doing by giving us your email is, is registering for you know free goodness from us and uh, you know the occasional reminder email. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I love you. I hope you love yourself. And uh, let's all just try to appreciate old Tannenbaum a little bit. God, I love that song. It's in your head right now, isn't it? Yeah. Go ahead and go listen to it. I won't sing it, even though I'm tempted to right now. I'm very tempted to be singing this song to you. Uh, no, I'm not going to start. I'm not going to start. Uh, but thanks again to the patrons, patreon.com backslash Ryan Singer. Thank you so much to the generous patrons over at Patreon uh, for your continued support. It means a lot to me, and it's it's been very, very uh, helpful in these last 10 months. For $1 or $3 per month, those are the two levels over at Patreon. Less than a cup of Starbucks over there for the th- to get all of the stuff at $3. So thanks again. Y'all rock. And I hope to see you sometime soon when we're all vaccinated at a live show. We're all packed into a tight room. None of us wearing a mask. That's going to be delicious, isn't it? Uh, you know, me telling jokes. Hopefully you laughing at said jokes. Uh, it's going to be great. But in the meantime, I'll see you at the watering hole on the astral plane. <laughs>